You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. Well, I don't know how something like that qualifies as a question on national TV. We've passed a whole bunch of other legislation, alcohol. We've done a whole bunch of things that have made it so that parents can't be stupid. Well, can they? They still are. I don't think we can legislate against stupidity as much as we would like to try. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stupid Questions with Jason Harvey, a show where we ask just stupid questions about uh, everyday life. Welcome. Today on the show, we have uh, Eileen Dobbins as our guest. Hi. Welcome. We're going to talk to Eileen about being homeschooled. What's that about? And uh, we'll get to all of that. But uh, so the first thing that I would like to do, other than just having, I'm going to have Eileen just introduce herself, tell us a little bit about her, what she does now, and then we'll talk uh, about being homeschooled. And I'm going to have her start off the interview by asking every stupid question that people ask right off the gates. Oh, you were homeschooled? What about and this and that? Just so we can get that out of the way, and then we'll get into some a bit deeper of an interview with it. So, uh, Eileen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Great. Well, my name's Eileen Dobbins. I'm from Montana and longtime homeschooler, homeschooled K through 12, which means I never really had a chance at a social life ever <laughs> growing up. And now I'm an adult living in Salt Lake City, still working on the social skills. And uh, I do comedy because that's what people without social skills do. It's true. <laughs> We talk at people, not That's with people. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a good fit. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show. Go ahead and I'll just have you start asking yourself some questions and we'll get all of the dumb ones out of the ways that I don't need to ask. Okay. Uh, well, I should say that there are more assumptions than questions really about homeschoolers. But when I tell people that I'm homeschooled, they'll say, oh, so how did that work? Like, you guys just stayed home and watched cartoons all day? Like, that's what homeschooling is? Which is obviously true. <laughs> of course we stayed home and watched cartoons all day. I yeah, love that. How did that work? How did that work? How did that work? I don't know. You so that's a nonspecific question. Then another big one is, oh, so did you have any friends? Did you ever talk to people? Uh, I usually got that from relatives, actually, you know, nosy relatives at uh, family reunions who felt like they're just checking to make sure that my parents were providing the social outlets that I needed. My favorite. But what about prom? Because prom is the most important thing that happens in school from what I've gathered. <laughs> um, one of. It is one of. One of the most important things. Yeah. Oh, so how are your social skills? You tell me. I uh, how are your social yeah. skills? So what I love about that is it's like almost ironic in as asking the question, like, how are your social skills? It's almost like asking someone if they're weird. Are you weird? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, yes. This is a, it's a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you say yes, then you're not. It's like asking someone if they're insane. If someone thinks they're crazy, they're not crazy because they're self-aware enough to know that they're crazy. But if they say that they aren't crazy, they might be crazy. There's a good chance. Yeah. And, of course, people just assume that you're 
weird because everyone who homeschools is weird. That's that's the thing. Rather than a question, you tell people that you're homeschooled, they'll say, oh, you seem so normal, which is the best compliment <laughs> a homeschooler can receive. Uh, or they'll say, oh, that explains it, <laughs> which is the m- most insulting response. That explains that it. That explains I it. think that's an yeah. insulting response to pretty much anything. That explains it. That explains it. it. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. The funny, funny that you bring up that you're like, yeah, well, you seem so normal because uh, when you told me you were homeschooled, that's the first thought that <laughs> that hit me, just because of the normal, like, oh, it's weird. You didn't go to, a, you didn't ride a bus and have a teacher teach everybody the same thing. You didn't learn the same way I did because the only person that I know that was homeschooled was uh, the kids up the road, and they were weird. Oh, I knew similar kids. It's an uphill battle. I've been fighting all of my life because there are a lot of weird homeschoolers. So were you? So so you <laughs> like, you I, even I so you're even like homeschoolers. Well, we weird. were different than some homeschoolers. Like the homeschoolers on the other side of the tracks. They they weren't. Was it almost like an east east side west side homeschool rival, rivalry? It's kind of like oh. I don't know, anything where you see you belong to a group of people and they do things that embarrass you. And you're like, oh, oh, don't, don't do that. You're giving homeschoolers everywhere a bad name <laughs> by telling people that you don't eat chocolate because it's. Has caffeine in has it or caffeine something. In it. Yeah, yeah, was that what it was? I was like, that's like, where you're going with yeah, this, right? That's so weird. Just keep that to yourself. Go <laughs> home and not eat chocolate. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of weird homeschoolers. I acknowledge that. I might be weird too, like I'm not aware of it if I am, but uh, I try to be normal. I've I've recognized that I have a certain responsibility as an adult in our society to at least try to catch on to some of the social norms. So I try to like take cues yeah. from social cues. Social cues, yeah. Yeah, learning about those. I try to keep pretty familiar with pop culture. Yeah, so being – Homeschool didn't help you from, like, didn't prevent you from being socially aware. Uh, didn't, didn't hurt. You know, my stance is weird parents have weird kids. That's so, that's a good. That's a good lots response. Lots of weird kids in public school, and is it because they go to public school? Probably not. No, it's uh, it's because they have weird parents. Yeah. So my parents uh, were pretty normal socially. They were weird other other areas, but socially but pretty normal. Social. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so is that pretty much that sums up all of the like real dumb questions then that you or assumptions? Assumptions. Yeah, I would say that's that's the main. Those are the main points that you that the assumptions you don't have social skills, which is 50 percent true. So I guess I can understand that. Or um, the thing that I like when people talk about homeschoolers that they think are weird in front of you before they know that you were homeschooled that's my favorite thing because they'll be like oh yeah i knew this this guy that i work with i think he was homeschooled because he's so weird and so uncomfortable to be around no one likes him i mean how do people like that have friends and they're like oh well i um i was actually homeschooled and they're like oh not you you're great the other homeschoolers all those yeah those ones they're they're weird you 
You're fine. Yeah, the normal homeschoolers yeah. that are weird. You're the weird you're, homeschooler that's normal. You're like a unicorn. You're you're <laughs> fine. You're you're social, which is exactly what I want to hear actually. And I'm like, yes. That I'm. I am like a unicorn. I am. Thank you. I and I am social. <laughs> so, well, then let's get in. Let's get sure. into this interview then. So. Why? Why were you homeschooled? Like, what was the the reasoning behind that? Because obviously, it had to have been like your parents that decided yeah. it in in the beginning, at least. Correct? Yeah. Well, my parents have gotten progressively crazier over the years, but they didn't start out that way. Originally, they just got into homeschooling because my older brother was having difficulty in school, and they wanted to catch him up to where his grade level should be. Yeah. And so they. Um, They took him out, but they found it was difficult to have one child in school or one child out of school and then two children in school. So they started homeschooling everyone. Then my parents are pretty independent, and my mom loved the idea of having absolute power over the education that their children were receiving. Yeah. So she just liked it so much they kept doing it. We actually had the option to go to school once we hit high school if we chose to which I did part-time for a while before I decided it was such a waste of my time to go to school. I don't, I don't know why, why people do it. Cause See, I, I did that same thing, but I know it was a different waste of, a different waste of time. I was like, I'm going to go and smoke weed uh, and not go to school because <laughs> school is such a waste of time, unlike weed. Unlike <laughs> weed. Uh, yeah, I could have picked up a drug habit. Now that you mention it, I wasted my opportunity at school because you were in public school and you didn't, didn't pick, pick you up a drug left habit. you you left the the educational nest of uh, of being <laughs> homeschooled. You had the opportunities. You could have joined the parking lot crew in the back, smoked cigarettes and drank, and you didn't. And yeah, that's what I really missed out on in a public school education. I mean, the schoolwork you can pick that up anywhere, but where there was no supply of drugs at home. My mom was even, like, weird about aspirin. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, do you really need two for that headache? I think that's <laughs> excessive. You know this is habit-forming, right? Your parents could probably brag about, like, teen pregnancy rate in your school, <laughs> too. Like, yeah, no, I mean, we're... It was low. We're really low here. <laughs> it was. It was really low. I had opportunities being homeschooled that I wouldn't have gotten any other way. Like, like prom queen. Like, I was, <laughs> by default, the winner, and... Not to like make it sound like it's still an achievement. Like yeah, I'll oh, take, I, I I was, was never even nominated. I'll take it, yeah, thank you, thank you for recognizing. Well, I mean, not I mean for king, for king. <laughs> definitely oh, not, not for queen. queen. No. Yeah, you know, I got to um, by default. I was the valedictorian of my class, so that's impressive. That's, that's I can really put good. That on yeah. a resume. Thank you, valedictorian of my yeah. graduating class, yeah. Dobbins Education Center. <laughs> Is that? Is that what you graduated oh. from? What it, like so on your? Did you get a you get a diploma? No, no. You, do you get a GED? You take the GED, okay, which is an easy test. Like, That's what I've a heard. A well trained monkey could pass the GED. So anyone who wants to study is it multiple it, choice? Yeah, it is. There's um, and I don't even remember the first test I ever took was the ACT, which was significantly more difficult than the GED. You took the ACT before you took the GED. I did. Yeah. It was the first test I ever took, and I hadn't quite grasped the concept of a limited amount of time to answer questions. Never in my life had I had a time limit on a question. I could just think about it until I could find the answer. (laughs) 
So uh, I, yeah, I didn't handle that well. Did you do well on the ACT though? Well, you have to. Well, See, I don't know. I never took yeah. it. I don't. I have, so I have no gauge as to. So I got a zero. So I think a thirty-six from not taking is it. the highest possible. It score. is the, That's a my sister score. got like a thirty-two. I think. Oh, your sister is very smart. Um, uh, yes, and I came right after her. Was I'm curse. not that smart. I did not get a thirty-two. I did get higher than the Montana average, which the Montana average is eighteen. I want eighteen. I want that to be like an actual like thing that they grade things against. Well, the Mon- <laughs> the Montana average of this. <laughs> Yeah, the bar is lower there. So I took, uh, yeah, I, I scored a 24, I'm not ashamed to say, which is pretty good considering I hadn't taken any advanced mathematics. That's that's good. So don't ask me algebra questions because I will not be able to answer them. I, I think we've previously talked about this. I hate math unless there's actual, like, there's a function to it. Like, right. oh... I need to do this because I have to find out what this is. Right. And it's yeah. not just some stupid formula for a grade. Because when I'm just like, oh, they're just going to judge me on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care about their judgment. <laughs> Give me enough. I don't need your judgment. <laughs> I just need the answer. Right. So, so, yeah. So that's – so homeschooling, just that's how, how it started. And then it just kind of became yeah, the – Yeah, my parents liked it. Like I said, my mom likes to be an independent lady. And I think she liked the power. She's – she likes to be in control. That's a good thing in a teacher. Yeah, I think. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not a teacher, so yeah. I don't I don't know what's what's good Me to have either. and what isn't. Uh she did in fact some of my older siblings did go to the local high school for a while. They they chose that option. And they did they enjoy it? They I don't think the school was a big fan of my mom because she was over there all the time, like complaining about the way they were doing things. Like just their teaching methods or like, she would go over and say, I can't believe you're reading this book in class. This book is is filthy, which is... Um, I love that. My mom uses that, that word. That, <laughs> and then she doesn't say the word trash. She spells it. <laughs> she spells... Like, my mom spells it. Trash is yeah. too bad of a word yeah. for your mom to say. She yep. has to spell it out. Mm-hmm. She will. I'm going to start doing that with swear words. I'm not going to say them. I'm I just, just going to spell them. them. I'm like, this is S-H-I-T. I like that. <laughs> you're you're an edgier version of my mom right now. It's like, ooh, did she just spell a swear? Yeah, I shouldn't have been like edgier version of my mom. Yeah, keep that going. That's I was that's a little good. Concerned by how into that yeah. you were. I'm also a little. I caught on too late too. It was like, oh, it's out there. Yeah, it's recorded. People will hear it. So. Along with uh, with being homeschooled, how like wh- how do you know that you're learning the things that you need to know? Like mm-hmm. as far as like, well, this is what because there's that the standardized testing and all of those things that right. you go through in school. So what what was there in order to to make sure that you were getting the proper education that the United States government wants every every person to have? That's a great question. I use the same gauge that I use in all aspects of my life. Does my mom say that it's all right? Because <laughs> if Sally approves, it can't be wrong, right? Is your mom's name Sally? Sally, That yeah. is, you know what? That sounds like a good approve, like a <laughs> good like seal of approval. Yeah, Sally's Sally stamp of approval. approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, that's when you get to the standardized testing, um, which isn't a requirement in Montana. I think some states do require that yeah. for homeschoolers. Uh, but you, that's why you would take like the ACT 
okay. or the GED. You have to actually take the ACT or the SAT if you want to get into college since you won't have a grade point average oh, if you're that's homeschooled. True. Oh, so how does that how does that work? Like not being judged on on a grade among your peers, you know? Does that help as far as like furthering education instead of it being like, oh, I have to get a good grade? You're actually did it inspire you to learn? Mm-hmm. Learn instead of just to like remember this until you could put it down for the test and then yeah. you can move on. Well, that's the thing. I've never studied for a test in my life, so everything I know, I learned. Or I didn't learn. You just, yeah. I don't know. I've you never, never te- for a You test. were just like, yeah, here's, we're yeah. going to test. And this will be on the test was yeah. never something I've that was said. I've never done that. So everything is either learned or not learned. Uh, it does, I, I think that you could, it could create kind of a false sense of confidence in some subjects. Because yeah. you are only as good as your, you know, if your mom says, oh, you're doing great at fractions. You're going to believe that you're doing great at fractions. You might not be. But I don't think that's necessarily a negative thing. I think that with kids and education, confidence is one of the most important factors. Kids like what they think that they're good at. That's true. Kids don't like math because they don't think they're good at it. I can I can agree with that because my son actually likes math because he He's is good, good at, at it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was the opposite. Math was always – I enjoyed English. I enjoyed writing and reading yeah. But as far as figuring out an equation, like, nope, I don't need to know that. But here's my question for you. Okay. If you had been given as a setting where you thought that you were doing well and you only worked on problems that you were able to solve or there wasn't any sort of comparison or time limit in which you had to solve them, you could work on that problem until you understood it. Do you feel like your confidence in math and your enjoyment of math would have been higher? No, I don't think necessarily it would have been higher, even with like a – I just think if there – math to me, if there's not a function in actually using it, mm-hmm. it's a pointless thing to me because I'm – it's like knowing how to get someplace you're not going. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I know how to get there, but I'm not ever going to go there. That's that's kind of what math without a function or without a purpose. Like if there's no – if I don't have to solve something and actually use this – then to me it's it's completely pointless. You to wouldn't even... just do math for the love of math. Nope, not at all. Are pe- do you think there are people out there who do that? that math just for the love, love of math? Yes, yeah, because there's the people that find out, like they don't make any more money for finding out what the next number in pi is, but they just, the fact that maybe they'll get their name written in some like math, like mathematical oh, book and they get that, uh, accompli- they can say that they were the person that accomplished finding the whatever number in pi we are, or like, Right. We're looking for right now. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. We've got to make sure that those circles are You're asking so, the wrong person. I have no idea. They've got to be perfectly round. Do you know what was great about being homeschooled? What's that? And for which I'm still grateful to this day. I have the best excuse ever for being weird socially or awkward. Aside from maybe like Asperger's or, you know, uh, yeah. autism. Aside from a medical reason, I can say at any point – when I'm awkward in conversation, I was homeschooled and people like have to overlook it. They're like, Immediately. Oh, like you can use that as an excuse. Bless That's... her heart. She doesn't know any better. You know, yeah, they don't, they don't teach that at home. No, I play that card. <laughs> you every don't learn day. that at home. <laughs> no, no, but we probably, probably did actually. Yeah. Well, that's what, there's a, a book uh, I talked to you about earlier, my Ishmael. And it, it right. talks about that basically, cause there's a question I was going to ask is like, how do you know the things that you're going to, 
to need to survive in this world. If you didn't go to school and you weren't taught uniformly like everybody else was, how can you live in this world? And in that in that book, he talks about that you would just you learn what you need to learn in order to survive, whether it's like you can go to college and you can get a degree. And that's great that you got that degree. But you're going to learn you're still going to get hired for that job and you're going to go to that job and like do the job training training there. So you have to learn how to do that job there. He said like in the book, they pretty much talk about like doctors and lawyers are the only places that you go to school for where immediately you just you have to know all of all of those things that you went to college for everything else can be taught like on the job it's a way that the job market doesn't get flooded that that's kind of what uh high school and all of those things and the the way that it's set up uniform in that sense is is so that the job market doesn't get flooded i just thought that was honestly a a really kind of a cool point in that book that you you're going to learn whatever you need to learn when you need to learn it I think that's absolutely true. Also, my views on like higher education are probably different than other people's because I was homeschooled. I look at a degree or any sort of master's, a bachelor's, it's all, it's all just a piece of paper saying that you've put in the time yep. to earn that piece of paper. And the money. But it's no, yeah, it's no necessary, not necessarily a reflection on your intelligence or that your you knowledge know that, in the area. Yeah. It just means that you put in the time and you pass the tests. And that piece of paper says this. It's Yeah. I don't know. So it's not an impressive thing to me. That said, I have no degree. So that's what, yeah, that's my, <laughs> I say the same thing because I have no degree. I'm like, what a piece of paper piece says of paper. I'm smart. Yeah. I, I can a read a bunch. Paper. I know smart people. So if <laughs> I, I don't need to be smart, I know BMO. Right. So if I have yeah. any questions in life, I could ask him. And I'm he sure has he all the I, answers. Pretty much. I, I would put, if BMO says something, I would honestly take it as like, well, that it had come from the mouth of God. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty reliable. He I mean, is I a very smart person. God reliable? But, who can say, but pretty reliable. And it's not because of his degree. He does have a very good oh, degree. Yeah. But it's because he has that like unquenchable, unquenchable thirst, thirst for, knowledge. for knowledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's, you, you took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. He's, uh, and I think that's truly. One of the reasons that I do this podcast is so that we can, like, get rid of all of the stupid uh, stereotypes that come along with, with certain things. Like, that, well, you're a weirdo if you're homeschooled or whatever it, whatever it is. I, I just want to be able to talk about it and have it be like, well, that's really not the reality of it at right. all. It's people are people, and they're going to do kind of, like, if you're a person who, like, just quests for knowledge – then you're going to be a smart person because you're going to be the type of person that's that's reading books instead of tweets. You know, you're going to read more than 140 characters and you're going to learn and, and try and remember all of that stuff and put it to use. So one thing I think that was a big motivator in being homeschooled, though, is uh, I have a close relationship with my siblings and I always wanted to make sure that I was not more stupid than they were. Siblings no, I are know, already yeah. competitive, right? So. If they were reading books, I wanted to be reading books. Yeah. And I wanted to be reading better and more impressive books than they were because I needed to be smarter than they were. And I was. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was waiting that, for it. <laughs> And I proved it. And they don't know. They're so stupid. They don't even know I'm and smarter. And I proved it at the kitchen table every <laughs> single day. <laughs> Little 12-year-old Eileen's like, so what did you think of that uh, – 
that Charles Dickens novel I was reading <laughs> earlier. Oliver Twist. Oof. <laughs> what a character. I couldn't have, think you of read, have you read Oliver Twist? Yes. Did you I, like I really it? Dev- love classic lit. See, I do too. I Charles Dickens, I, I think, is actually a great author. His writing <sighs> style is really good. But I've only read... Um, I've only read A Christmas Carol by him. I've wanted to read A Tale of Two Cities because I've heard that. It's actually really good. My dad just read read that recently. Uh, Christmas Carol is a great place to start, though. Really? It's It's it's, a good book. Honestly, I love the phrase, Barley was as dead as a doornail. And then when he goes into the, not that there's anything particularly dead about a doornail. (laughs) That whole intro is one of just my favorite things ever written. I don't know why, just the comparison is great. Well, and now that's an expression that we use it, in everyday English. Oh, it became very common, yeah. Yeah. I'd like right. to have that kind of influence over the English language. Oh, yeah. Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare and uh, Snoop Dogg. Those guys have added a lot of words to the English language. Everything I do in my life, I try to emulate Snoop Dogg. That's, I th- you're doing well. That's my, my passion. You're pulling you. it off. Thank you. I wonder. I don't think Snoop Dogg was homeschooled, though. No, but I think I get the feeling he'd approve of homeschooling. I He's an think, individual kind of a guy. I would think so. He just changed. Isn't he Snoop Lion now? Yeah. One thing about homeschoolers is they're more entrepreneurially minded. I don't know if entrepreneurially is a word now that I've said it out loud, but <laughs> it feels right. They they tend to not have entrepreneur. Yes, they don't if. fit into the kind of the conveyor belt conveyor belt mentality. So they tend to make their own place in the world. I write my own life. Yeah. That said, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm just on the conveyor belt because I know how to blend. You know how to blend? Yeah. You didn't become weird. You're not one of those weird homeschoolers that just decided to start their own business or join a multi-level marketing. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the stereotypes that you've heard about homeschoolers? Really like the – just the weird. You've known weird Really like that's a weird – yeah, like weirdos, but – Honestly, I mean, I think that's kind of it. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the big one is that they're they're weird, they're odd, socially um, awkward. It's all yeah. it all pretty much all of this homeschool social like uh, the stereotypes all have to do with like them being socially awkward, which was something that I never understood because I've always just been like a weird, weird person. <laughs> like I've so it didn't like yeah I did not homeschool, but uh, I'll quack in the middle of cl- class if I feel like it. <laughs> I remember um, I was working at a restaurant at one point. Uh, I was a waitress, and this other waitress was waiting on this table of abnormally well-behaved children. They were uh, very polite. Whenever she brought anything over, they thanked her. They had, like, their napkins on their laps. Like, they were just really well-behaved. And um, they they behaved like adults is really what it was. And so when they left, the waitress came over, and she's like, see those kids? They're homeschooled. I was like, oh, really? This is before she knew I was homeschooled. I was like, oh, really? How do you know? She's like, you can just tell they're weird. Like, because they're polite? They're weird? Home- homeschooled children are more like adults. Yeah. Because the difference. They grow up fast. They talk to adults the same way oh. they talk to children. Like, their peers. And that makes people uncomfortable. See, and you know what? That I do that with my son. Mm. Because I, he had, he already had a speech impediment. So when he was starting to learn to talk i made it a point like to now it's now my ex-wife was like don't talk like a baby to him because he's learning right. how to say these words please just speak clearly to them you can make noises and show him that there's n- different noises to make but just talk to him 
Yeah. And that's why he, uh, he actually has a, a higher vocabulary than most kids his age. And I think that has a lot to do with with it is that we talk to him like a person instead of like a kid. Mm-hmm. Eye to eye instead of like, well, I'm going to talk down to you because I don't think you really know what's going on here in this life. Oh, yeah. Kids are much smarter than people give them credit for. Yeah. Kids are, uh, kids are actually really smart. So, well, that's pretty much all that we've got time for. So thank you so Great. much for coming out. Uh, Coming on to the podcast, of course. Everybody, uh, check out Eileen Dobbins on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Do you want to throw out your? uh... Yeah, it's uh, my Twitter handle is Eileen is a jerk. It's awesome. Also true. E I L E E N is Eileen, like in like your grandma (laughs) or the old lady down the street that has all the cats or the Dexy's Midnight Runners or the Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah, come on, Eileen. (laughs) So that's me. Well, awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming out. It was a, it was a pleasure. Um, thanks guys for, uh, for listening. Please, uh, tune in again and, uh, keep supporting this, uh, this show. Thank you guys. Um, oh, one last question, Eileen. Yeah. What about prom? Oh, 